BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. It is Shark Week at Discovery Channel, and it is the week that has been going for, can you believe this, 35 years. They actually started doing this in the summer of 1988. It's the longest-running cable TV programming event in history, and millions of people tune in every year to watch the new programming. This year, about 25 hours of original TV programming hosted by Master of Ceremonies, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's never shy about explaining things. This is the most perfectly designed predator. The one we here in Hawaii call Mano. Mano means shark in Hawaiian, and in our Polynesian culture, sharks are highly respected and revered, which is why I have shark teeth throughout my tattoo that protect the mana and the spirit my ancestors. There's tattoos on the rock? I never notice. Interesting. I better pay her a little bit closer attention in the future. In any case, of course, Shark Week is already underway. Started yesterday on Sunday, but tonight there's Air Jaws Top Gun starting at 8 o'clock Eastern. Tomorrow night, Impractical Jokers come in with a Shark Week Spectacular. Then Wednesday night, you have Island of the Walking Sharks featuring Forrest Galante, and it's going to show you Papua New Guinea where epaulette sharks can be seen walking on land. On Saturday, in case you missed the debut yesterday, you have Jackass Shark Week 2.0 Encore, and all I can say from the brief video video clips I've watched is, if you love Jackass, you will love this. Meanwhile, of course, Shark Week has all kinds of unusual things thrown in. Jaws versus the Blob on Friday, Jaws versus Kraken tomorrow, Pig versus Shark, and one that's caught my attention, quite frankly, is Shark with Tracy Morgan. I don't know what that will be, but I'm sure if Tracy Morgan's involved, it'll be stupid and hilarious. So if you're into sharks, this is your week. If you're not into sharks, you can still have a little bit of fun with it. And now from the It's Definitely Not All Fun and Games file, a 13-year-old girl in Florida at a boat ramp in Zolfo Springs in Hardy County was attacked by an alligator yesterday around 2.30 in the afternoon. The alligator bit the teen, who was then rushed to the hospital. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission tells local news that she's in stable condition. It's not exactly clear where she was bitten or how serious her injuries are. A licensed nuisance alligator trapper was then sent to the area of the attack to search for the culprit, but they haven't found it yet. Now, Florida, where I live, is home to about a million three hundred thousand alligators. They're in all 67 counties of the state, and there's basically about one alligator for every 15 or 16 people. Now, when it comes to nuisance alligators, basically they'll try to relocate them if they can, but ones that are four feet in length or more typically get euthanized because they're a danger to pets, property, and people, and because when you relocate them, they'll often try to wander back to the location of their capture. But it's important to know that attacks are really rare, and alligators are usually only going to attack you if you challenge, scare, or get into their space. But alligators that get more accustomed to humans by being fed, for example, can become bolder and more prone to coming at you. We don't know yet what happened in this particular case. But again, generally speaking, alligator attacks are fairly rare, about seven a year in the entire state of Florida, although that number has been trending up ever so slightly. Then again, there's a lot more people in Florida these days than there ever have been before. 
But if you're worried about alligators in Florida, well, that's the on-land threat if you get over the water. There was just a story this weekend, horrible story about a woman impaled by a 100-pound sailfish while fishing. It jumped up and got her while she was in the boat. It was in the process of being reeled in by her friend and basically took matters into its own hands preemptively before he pulled it up, jumping up and stabbing her in the groin area. The 73-year-old woman, it looks like she's going to make a full recovery, thank goodness. But I will tell you the mindset about these things in Florida does tend to be a little bit different because instead of thinking of these things as invading the areas where we go, we tend to think of us as getting into their areas, and that's where you sometimes get the problems. But if hearing about sharks and alligators and sailfish and black bears and pythons concerns you, do remember that not all of Florida is land of the lost, only the good parts. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And finally, from the dogs can be funny file, a greyhound named Sambuca has become an internet sensation after the daughter of the mom who owns her took her to the veterinarian and brought her home and posted a pretty hilarious video of how the dog was handling her return to the home. You can hear but can't see that the dog is pretty much stiff as a board staring out into space with a look that says, I have no idea what universe I'm in right now. Yeah, the caption was, my mom's dog had to go to the vet. She came back very, very high. And, of course, very, very high is a good way to describe the dog. One sort of wonders based on the reaction how similar that might be for the carrier of the dog. But yeah, this dog has definitely seen or at least wants to see a whole bunch of Pink Floyd and the Grateful Dead. I would definitely not let this dog operate heavy machinery. And probably not the lady who posted the video at that moment either. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. Consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek and this podcast if you haven't already. Hit the Five Shark Review before you go or I'll send an alligator your way. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.